This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. You're listening to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Now, here's Justin Fielder, Derek Stafford, and Tyler Schaefer. Hey, welcome to the Husker CuzCast Sports Show. Justin here along with Derek. Uh, Tyler is out this week. But be sure to follow us on Twitter at HuskerCuzCast for all podcast updates and more. Uh, since it's just me and Derek here, we're going to talk about uh, some things we're looking forward to in fall camp uh, as fall camp gets underway. Uh, and we're also going to talk about the Big Ten win totals as released by SportsBetting.ag. We'll take a look at those teams and play a game of over-under. So, uh Derek, let's get into this here. Fall camp has finally arrived. Uh, you know, we heard the defensive coaches and players speak yesterday. There's There wasn't a lot of good info that came out of there. There's a whole bunch of notes. I don't think there's anything discussion-worthy. A lot of coach speak there. And, you know, it's I guess it's what you expect if uh, they haven't practiced with any pads yet, basically, this entire year. So uh, do you have any thoughts on what they said? Well, yeah, you know, really at the end of the day, I'm just ready for football talk. You know, even in most of the discussions that was brought up yesterday, it was COVID-related junk. Like, sure. How, how did you relate to do this? How, how, how did you control everybody on Zoom calls? You know, how did you do it this, with this, this, and this? And I'm like, let's talk about football. Like, I'm, I'm done with COVID. I don't care about COVID anymore. Yeah, but it, it's hard, though, when uh, you haven't seen them, you know, pop pads yet, you know? And it's like we're going to see that. Like it was supposed to have started today. Uh, there was no uh, media availability today, so we really got nothing out of that. But uh, we're supposed to be able to have some pads this week. Yeah. So Off, The offensive uh, coaches off, will talk tomorrow. tomorrow. So yeah. hopefully we get a little bit more out of that tomorrow. Yeah, so uh, what are some of the things that we're looking forward to in fall camp? Give us one, Derek. I think right now, for me, the most obvious answer to that question would be, what are the wide receivers going to do with more talent and hopefully what we all suspect, suspect as being a better wide receiver coach and, and Matt Lubick? Uh, so I, I, I'm ready to see how they can progress and how, how we can get these guys involved because we have, we have so many good, so much good talent in that room right now. It's time for them to start showing up. Yeah. I mean, we do have a stud class there, and they're all young. We'll, we'll get them all back next year and beyond. Uh, I thought it was interesting today or yesterday when Travis Fisher, when he was talking about the wide receivers, and uh, you know, he was asked something to the effect of who's harder to cover. And, uh, you know, Maybe it's just coach speak, but you know, he said we're last year where there was like one or two guys that were hard to cover. Uh, now he's saying six or seven, and Im- immediately I thought of Troy Walters when he had said that he had six or seven guys that were uh, that were going to be contributing and stuff. But so I, I, I will I will say this: I think it makes it a little more believable coming from the defensive coach than it was from Troy Walters. Maybe. Oh yeah, you know he's. He's like, I'm doing my job, guys. I'm doing my job. We got six or seven, maybe eight guys that can play. Eh, No, you didn't, dude. (laughs) You had one or two. So you might have, but you didn't play them. Yeah. So, yeah, that that wide receiver group is going to be interesting. Uh, I saw Hus guys. They tweeted out a a poll today, and uh, they want to know who is going to lead the wide receiver core in receiving yards and they had omar manning wandale robinson uh uh Cade warner Cade warner and help me out here oh xavier betts they had that in there uh wandale more or wandale robinson he was really crushing it last i had seen but uh there's a guy on there that i don't think he's getting enough credit there Maybe maybe is under the radar a little bit, but Alani Brown. I think Alani Brown is going to have a huge year. He was an early enrollee, and I think he could really make that wide receiver group really pop. Uh, I don't think he's getting enough credit yet. What do you think? I I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, 
I, I had to actually voted for Omar Manning because I think he's I think he's a big unknown right now. And so I don't think he's going to be a lot of double covered right away. Where Wondell Robinson, every, every team knows what we're, we're putting out there with with uh, Wondell Robinson. Yeah. And so I mean, people are going to try their best to shut him down. And so, so I think uh, Omar Manning can at least start the season a, a big factor. Right. They, may, they may start by midseason. They may start trying to double cover him, and that might slow him down some. But uh, another position group that I'm really looking forward to in fall camp and what develops here is the uh, running back situation. Who's gonna who's who's gonna back up Diedrich Mills? There, you know, we got four dudes there that uh, could take the job in Ronald Tompkins, Ramir Johnson, uh, Sevion Morrison, and Marvin Scott. Those are some of the answers that I'm really interested in you know who's going to be that guy when uh Diedrich Mills comes off the field any thoughts there Derek I, absolutely I, I personally believe it'll be Ramirez Johnson uh I, I think maybe I'll see a couple of these other guys Ronald Tompkins you know I hope that I hope so much for this kid and I really hope that he proves me wrong but his injuries just scare me so much I don't know if we'll see him ever be a great playmaker in a Husker uniform, just because of the, I mean, you got two bad knees. That's tough to do, and that's a that's a bad position to be in. Yeah, for for to to, to have bad knees. I, I mean, mean I, you know, I hate to, I hate to bring up the the old bad memories, but ask Trey Bryant. You know, right? I mean, he had to retire out of out of Nebraska because of his knees being so bad, and so so I worry about Ronald Tompkins. You know, you got Sevian Morrison and four star coming out of high school. Uh, he's the kid out of Oklahoma. Broke all, broke like all, most of the Oklahoma high school records for running backs. Uh, so I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, Ramir Johnson. I, I know you guys weren't high on him. I, we seen him really in one game, right? And that was the Maryland game last year. I mean, I know he was in other games, but he didn't get any real carries until Maryland. He was misused. He was misused he, last year, like a lot of other players. Maybe, uh, but but I, but I'll tell you this: the game I seen him in in Maryland. I was excited because I thought, God, the guy was just pick your feet up just a, just an inch more, and he's breaking tackles because he was getting shoestring tackled all over the place. Yeah. His power, I don't know if he's got the power. I don't know how much uh, strength and weight he's put on since last year. I, I want him to keep the speed, though. If we can get him to the outside and just start running away from people. Yeah. We need the offensive line to be able to open up some holes too. Like that's going to be huge this year. Yeah, uh, give us uh, another uh, position group that we're looking forward to in fall camp, Derek. All right. Well, I have to go with uh, what I consider probably the most worrisome uh, position out there for me, and we have a new new coach here too, is outside linebackers, and there's a lot of guys in this room. Uh, and, and Caleb Tanner's coming into his third year. Uh, Jojo Doman's coming into basically his third year as an outside linebacker. So can they, I mean, can they turn the corner and start being more consistent? And then you got Garrett Nelson, and then everybody else behind him is kind of man. I don't know what we're getting out of him yet, right? But you got that Nico Cooper, and I tell you, I've seen some pictures of that dude. And I, I, he doesn't look like a dude you want to mess with. <laughs> hey, it's good that we get some of those guys. I, there. I think his arms are bigger around than my calves. Wow, that's saying a lot there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that might be an exaggeration, but he does have some huge arms. Like, geez, I saw, I saw a picture. I was like, man, I, I'm pretty sure he'd knock me out in one punch. I wouldn't mess with him. Yeah, no, wouldn't mess with any of those dudes. Uh, yeah, th- there's a lot of things that we're looking forward to in fall camp. Now, next week, we're going to break down the offense. We're going to give our offensive Husker preview. Then the following week, it's the defensive uh, preview. And then, dude, it's game week. So that's uh, oh, our yes. next three episodes. It's taken forever, but game week is going to sneak upon us here. I'm so excited. You know, tomorrow's going to be October already. We're going to be three weeks away. I, I, I just, I'm stoked. I, yeah. Been wait, I've been waiting for this for what, Guys, since last December, I've been waiting for this. Yeah, I mean, start up. We have we haven't even we didn't even play in December. You know, I mean, it's been that long, and yeah. it's a what a it, roller it's coaster. Been, what a roller coaster. It's been tough. I, I it's, we didn't get spring ball. 
The only thing we got out of Spring Ball was a video game. Which I watched. I Hey, I think we all watched it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that was, was it really that fun? Wasn't near as fun as a normal spring game. No, it, no. But it it was something. Uh, but now that football's back, uh, sportsbetting.ag, they released their Big Ten win totals last week and some very interesting stuff here. Uh, so let's play a game of over-under on this. And I'm just going to go down the list from the most wins to the least wins here. Uh, Ohio State, they list Ohio State at eight and a half wins. Over or under, Derek? I, you know, and I'm probably going to be a little silly here, but I, I got to go a little under on this one. Uh, I, th- I think going undefeated is going to be very difficult this year. Uh, you, you don't get any warm-up games, and we've seen what that's done to college football across the land so far. Like Teams just don't look as good as they normally do. Uh, and I'm not saying that Ohio State will automatically fall into that bid uh, it's been week one, but I just I don't I don't think they can go nine and zero. I, I think they'll have come up with one loss, and it's just a slight under. But I just don't see them going undefeated. Yeah, but as far as the schedule that they drew, you know their uh, uh, crossover games, dude, they drew a really easy bucket right there. Yeah, with uh, Nebraska and Illinois, Penn State. They still have to play Michigan. Yeah, they still have to play Indiana. Who but they get Michigan at home. Problems. I get it. But they still have to play Indiana, who always seems to give them troubles. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I just, I, I, I could see. I just, I, I took the under on that. I couldn't quite see him going undefeated. I went over, but there's no way in hell that I would bet this because we're talking about a one game margin. And there's been years where, you know, like that the year that Purdue beat them. I mean, one game, a one game slip up. I mean, that there's not a lot of margin for error. And if you have a season like this season here, where you're going to play nine straight games in a row, plus all the uncertainty with COVID, right? If, uh, yeah. you know, what if Justin Fields, if he gets the COVID, you know, and he has to sit out two or three weeks, what? You know what happens? I you know, I know that they always reload, but can they reload at that position? A lot of uncertainty. Uh, so yeah, I, I can see where you'd come and, with under. And, and I'll tell you, I get, uh, maybe a little bit of a, uh, I don't want to call it a trap game or anything, but a game that you might want to watch out for. And this is going to sound really stupid and silly. Is Illinois? Like they have to go to Illinois, and it sounds like it's going to be an easy game. It could be a sleeper game for them. And remember, Illinois beat Wisconsin last year. So I'm not predicting that Illinois beats Ohio State. But you were talking, you know, uh, a couple years ago it was Purdue. The year before that it was uh, Iowa. Uh, They just seem to struggle on that one game. And I don't don't see this year being a lot different. I'm not saying it will be Illinois. But that's the type of team that you're going, it kind of feels like the Purdue thing. Like, you really shouldn't have lost that game, but how did you lose it? Right. Yeah, it's we'll we'll see right there. Uh next game, Penn State. Uh seven and a half wins. Over under, Derek. Uh, again, I got under on this. I, I think Oh, I don't I I really struggled with Penn State because I I don't know with Micah Parsons not being there, I don't know what they're gonna do. I could see them coming up with a couple losses still. Because I'm not 100% sold on them. I know you, you and Tyler are a little higher on Penn State. Uh, I had them at six wins outside of uh, uh, the ninth week, which we, we wouldn't know who they were playing. But I had them at six and two for the regular season. Yeah, that is the other added, uh, you know, the, the trickiness of doing this. Because we don't know who that ninth game is going to be. Uh, you know, we know the eight games, but when sportsbetting.ag, this is all nine games. So, you know. And everybody should play a ninth game. Or yeah. I mean, if everything goes as planned and scheduled, everyone will play that ninth game. But, I mean, we, we just have no clue how the matchups are going to work. Right. Uh, for the sake of this, I, I went over. I think they're a one-loss team this year. 
I don't see him slipping up twice. If I had to bet it, I would bet the over. But just like Ohio State, I'm not putting real money on that baby. <laughs> All right, Wisconsin. Wisconsin at seven. I I have a push. <laughs> I, I have him winning seven. Yeah, and I have him going to the Big Ten championship game and probably losing that game. Yeah, but I. I do have them going seven. I, I hate that push because I think it's kind of a cop-out. If I had to bet the over-under, I guess I would probably bet the over. I, I could see them maybe going 8-0 in the regular season. But that's what it would take because I don't think they're going to win that ninth game. Right. And I'm with you. If I had to bet this, I would bet the over. I put the over on this uh, just based off of most likely, you know, it's going to push anyway. Uh, but, you know, I have them going 7-1 in the eight-game regular season. Uh, but, you know, I don't see them winning less than that the way that their schedule lines up. I mean, they talk about an easy draw. You know, their crossover games, Michigan, which isn't easy. Uh, but, you know, it's not the top two out of the East. And then they also uh, drew Indiana. That's you know it's not a pushover. They're mid-level teams. A, it could be a tricky game. Yeah, I mean, I think both are winnable. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but if I had to bet it, yeah, I'm, I'm going over. All right, Michigan. There you go. There's Michigan six and a half over under. Derek. Uh, again, I'm I'm slightly under on this one. Wow. I, I I could go over with the ninth game. I have I have again I have them about six and two in the regular season, and depending on who they drew in the middle of the other side, I could probably I'll go over because I think they probably beat most of the top three teams in the East or the uh, the West. Sorry. So you're changing it to over? Okay. I'll say I'll say over. I haven't pushed in on the regular season, but I'll say over with the ninth game. Wait, the the line six and a half. How are they going to push? Oh, I'm sorry. I I have them at six, so I had them under on the regular season, but I'd I'd have them at over with the ninth, ninth game. Okay. Ultimately, I have them at under. I have them under this year. I I got burned by Michigan last year, man. I'm not going to do that again. Not going to do that again. That yeah, they're 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 probably they might be the third best team. Out of there, east. But, I mean, golly, I'm not going to buy into that Michigan, so I'm going to go under at 6.5. Here's an interesting one. This is really tough, uh, and that's uh, Minnesota. Minnesota, they have 6.5. Derek? I have them at under. I, I, I think last year was a really, really good year for them. I don't see them succeeding a second year in a row. Not not like last year. I don't think they fall weight on like way off. But I, I definitely have them under that. This is why it's really interesting to me. Now Rashad Bateman, he he is coming back, right? Uh last week when these were posted, uh it wasn't announced that Rashad Bateman was coming back and it was still at six and a half. So I'm I thought the line was kinda goofy that way. Uh I do have it at under, but it's kind of like, what am I missing here? I, I, th- I think uh, uh, Minnesota goes six and two in the eight game schedule, and depending on who they draw, I mean, I think they could go over, but I, I am for the purpose of this. I'm, I got to go under, but this was this was a tricky one, very tricky. What's Rashad Bateman do that? Five wins, okay. Uh, Indiana five and a half. Uh, I tell you, I think Indiana's got a damn tough schedule, and I have them under. I have them going three and five in the regular season. Wow! And it's not because I think they're a bad team. I just I struggled to come up with some wins for them. It was Between tough. Between Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, uh, Wisconsin. I mean, everybody talks about Nebraska having such a tough schedule, but man, they really they really kind of drew a pretty tough schedule. Outside of getting Purdue, I guess. But even Purdue's not a pushover. Right. Yeah, uh, I have under just like you. I don't have them. Um, would you say you have it three, at five, three and five 
in the A game season. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I'm splitting that four and four, but I, I just don't see any way in hell that they get to six games given that schedule. It is I, tough. I don't see it either. I, it's a tough. Schedule. It's like a it's a blown line right there to me. So that is one that I have a star written next to means that I will bet that. Uh, but yeah, it's that's got to be under. All right, Iowa number five. Or not number five. <laughs> they they uh, they are listed at five wins. Ah, it's another one. I have them going five and three in the regular season. Uh, I don't I don't know who they're going to draw. I I I see a push to over. It yeah. depends on who they draw, but I don't I don't know that I necessarily see them getting less than five. Yeah, that's that's exactly the way that I saw it. I think uh, five is probably their ceiling. I don't see them winning uh, less than five, and I had over to push also on this one. I mean, I have them five and three, and I just depending on who they get, they could get six, but I don't see them getting less than five. I don't see them collapsing that much with their schedule. I hope they do because we hate Iowa, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I was that's a interesting team. I mean, their their schedule, you know, they did draw uh Penn State and Michigan State, but I think it sets up well for them for the most part. They get Nebraska, Wisconsin at home, Michigan State, Northwestern. I mean, I was going to be that's going to be an interesting group to watch. They're always tough. It- that's not going to change anytime soon. I think we should give our Nebraska. Should we do our Nebraska or should we wait for Tyler? Because I don't want to give it away. I, I I don't know where you're going with uh, five, but what do you think? We there? can wait. That's fine. We can wait. All right. Well, we'll skip Nebraska because uh, we're gonna we're gonna have our season projections later. So we'll skip this one. All right, Northwestern at four. Oh man. These lines are so good because this is that's what I have uh, Northwestern going is four and four. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'll say they could probably win that game, so I'll give them the over. Over, okay. I'm at under here. I'm at under, and I think uh, I have about three and five, and I think they could probably get a push the way that they draw the ninth game, uh, but I don't see them getting more than that. Uh, Illinois. This will be an interesting team. Three and a half. Oh. I'm going to say over. Only with the ninth game. I have them going uh, three and five in the, reg- in the regular season. But I think they'll be probably the lowest team in the Big Ten West. And so I think they're going to draw probably Rutgers or Maryland. And I think they can win that game. So I'll go over. I, I already have him winning three, so I can win, I can see him winning a fourth game with a ninth game. Wow, uh, man! I tell you what, I was looking for wins for Illinois. I have him going two and six uh, with the eight games, and maybe they could get to three. But just the way that this schedule is for them, it, it's tough. Uh, they draw Ruggers and Ohio State. Ruggers, yeah, I think they have and, that and they, win. And they, and they virtually have no shot at Ohio State. No. Rutgers, I think they can win that game. Uh, Purdue, I think they can win that game. That's kind of a coin flip game to me. It really is. Uh, and, and Northwestern, I think, is a, a coin flip game for them. Okay, so that's that's where we, we're different there. So, so you- I, I, I could see them winning them three. Okay, I'm not gonna guarantee they're gonna win them three, I guess. But yeah, I went, I went back and forth on that Illinois Northwestern game, but the fact that Illinois had to go on the road at Northwestern, I was like, I mean, you're talking a matter of like 50 miles. Sure, sure. With no fans. Yeah. Well, okay. I can buy that. No fans yet. Just wait till Bill Moose gets his way. <laughs> Bill Moose, he's, he, he hasn't gotten his way yet. He's, hey, we're playing football. Bill Moose will nag him to death. He's like, right. all right, fine, 15000 whatever. Uh, okay, 
So I got under four at three and a half. Uh, okay, Michigan State. That's also three and a half. Uh, again, I have them under. Uh, they're, they're, I, I can only see them winning probably two games out of the whole year. I don't see them beating any team out of the West, really. Uh, the only two games I can see them winning are Rutgers and Maryland. Yeah, I have a I have a star by this one also as under. I mean, this is something that I will bet uh, because I don't see any way in hell that they can get to four games with that schedule. New coach, uh, you know, I mean, it's not like he's walking into a lot of talent there. Um, they're going to have a lot of issues on offense because, geez, Michigan State always has issues on offense. Uh they should have some good yeah, defensive but they have a better playmakers. Offensive-minded coach. I'll give him that. I, I think uh, Mel Tucker's definitely. I think he'll bring an offense around a lot better than D'Antonio ever did. Yeah, but they're coming over having to lay off just because of COVID on their team. You know, they. How much has they really practiced? Oh, and I, I completely understand that too. I, I just think they still have better talent than Rutgers and Maryland for sure. Yeah, I, I would not be shocked if they were a one-win team this year. Would not be shocked. I don't know that I would be overly shocked either. I, I mean, Maryland is kind of a coin flip game. I just I think uh, Michigan State recruited pretty well. I mean, they 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 recruited as good as Nebraska has over the last four years. Yeah. They so they got- I mean, there's talent there. It's just a matter of. Can Mel Tucker get it out of them on three weeks' notice? Yeah, I mean, breaking in a brand new quarterback there. Uh, not a lot of returners on offense or thing, defense. Though. There's three returners on defense. I mean, defense is Michigan State is always known for their defense. I don't know. That's God. I'm glad we're not fans of that team right there. <laughs> All right, here's another uh, three and a half win for you. That's Purdue. Over under. Uh, I'll go over with the ninth game. I haven't went in three during the regular season, but I'll take them over for the with the ninth game. That shocks the shit out of me, Derek. I mean, you're like anti Purdue. You've always been anti Purdue, anti Jeff Brom, and I, I here have, you but are. They, got, they get they pull Rutgers, they pull Indiana, and I think that uh, the Indiana game I think could go either way. Uh, they got Northwestern at home. I don't know if that makes a difference. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I could see them winning three out of the regular season. And, again, I put them at the bottom two of the Big Ten West for me. And yeah. that means they're getting either Rutgers or Maryland or Michigan State. Yeah. And I think they can win any of those games. So I have – Purdue going one and seven in their first day. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought I was hard on Purdue. Well, you God. know what? I, I like I like Purdue. I like Jeff Brom. Uh Rondale Moore, he's gonna be back. So I assume uh, you don't have him beaten Indiana or Northwestern? No, I, I think uh going on the road I, I at Indiana is a I loss. The only team you haven't beaten is Rutgers. Yep, that's it. Uh I think Northwestern's going to get them at home. Uh, yeah, I just don't. And, and, and honestly, I, I thought I, I thought I was probably being too tough on Purdue, which was probably the only reason I really gave them the Indiana win because I thought I was being too tough on them at two wins. Hey, you said it right, man. Indiana—they're—they're they're a good team. They are a good team. I, I don't want to take anything away from Indiana. They're—they're they're a good team. The only thing that concerns me about well, – here was the other reason I picked uh, uh, Purdue over Indiana was, God, Indiana's, come, or Indiana's coming off of at Wisconsin. And I don't know. That's a tough game for them. I think they get beat up a little bit. Of course, Nebraska, I guess Purdue's coming off playing Nebraska, and that could be an emotional game. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I just I, I give them the edge slightly because Indiana definitely has a tougher game the week before. You know, look, 
they might get three wins this year, but I just don't think that there's any way in hell that they get to four. So I no, mean, I, no, I'm, I'm hammered that there. under. They may not. They may get more than one win. They may get more than two, but three. Three is max in my scenario. I, again, but, I the only way I could see is with that ninth game if they draw Maryland or Michigan State or Rutgers. Yeah. Uh, in case you haven't noticed, I have a lot of unders here. And the reason I have I, a lot I, I of unders. I thought I had more unders than what I really have. I, I, I pulled out some overs because of the, that ninth game. Well, there's only 63 possible wins here. Uh, and the way that these over-unders, they line up, it's allotting for allowing 70 wins. So, See, and I, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't write your over-unders down, so I'm just kind of going off what you're telling me. And I didn't realize how many pushes I really had. Like, I got a lot of pushes yeah. is what I have. I got, which I tells 30. me that they, they must have pretty good – there must be some pretty good numbers there. All right, we got two more here. Maryland, uh, two and a half. This, to me, this is way under. I haven't won in one game. Do you? Okay. I Man, I tell you what, Mar- Maryland's an interesting team, though. I mean, uh, for some reason, well, for some reason, the coach's name is escaping me right now. Uh, but uh, anyway, they're bringing Mike Loxley. Ta- say again? Mike Loxley. There you go, Mike Loxley. God dang it. Okay. Uh, he's bringing in a lot of transfers, including uh, Tagla Viola, uh, the little brother. He's coming in there, and uh, Justin Jackson. You know he's he's going to lose his position. I think he's hurt actually, or he's opting out. I think he's opting out. Smart because Tagla Viola is going to win that thing, and that dude's that dude's pretty darn good. Transfer from Alabama. Uh, I th- I have him going over. Uh, just barely. I think uh, they can get to that three-win mark, given their schedule, and just get to three. That's, uh, I think that's very doable for them. Uh, you know, that's that's another school though that I I I, 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 I kind of misspoke earlier because they've really recruited fairly well. Like, yeah, they recruit they great. Brought some good transfers in, but they don't seem to win with them. I mean, like, they're even worse than Nebraska about getting t- getting talent in and not being able to win with them. Yeah, I mean, and Mike. So I, I guess my I guess my thing is, until he proves me wrong that he can start winning, I'm just going to assume they're going to keep losing. Well, that's fair. All right, last team here: Ruggers one and a half, which is spot on. That's a great line. <laughs> I got the under, huge under. Yeah, I, I can't see them winning a single game out of this schedule. No kidding. You you have them shooting an offer? Oh yeah, absolutely. I I don't see them beating anybody out of the East. And and who did they draw over the West? Purdue and Illinois. Like I think those are both tough games for them. I don't see. I like I like Illinois and Purdue both over Rutgers fairly easily. All right, so you're gonna laugh here, and this is my upset special across the board here. This is, mark this one down. This is my upset special. Ruggers over Michigan State in week one. Oh, wow. that, is, that is the only win that I gave to Ruggers this year. I, I just think with all you the issues. Michigan State winning games? I have Michigan State winning one game against Northwestern. Oh, wow. I yeah. have, see, I have, Michigan, I have Michigan State beating Rutgers in Maryland, like. That's it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going out. I know Ruggers goes on the road to Michigan State. Uh, but, you know, Noah Vedrill, that dude is a seasoned quarterback. Uh, Greg Schiano, he's going to have that team ready. They have acquired a shitload of Big Ten transfers and amongst other transfers. So I think in that opening week where Michigan State has been uh, kind of behind the uh, eight ball here with uh, working out and practicing and, you know, all that – Fun stuff. I think this is Rutgers' opportunity. But hasn't Rutgers been kind of in that same boat? A little bit, but I don't think as much as uh, Michigan State. I mean, and they're, Michigan and they're, State they're in the same boat with a new coach. Like that, uh, is a proven be, that coach. That could be like the most entertaining, sloppy game we've ever watched. Maybe. I, I, I think 
Greg Shiana's going to have those dudes ready to go. Uh, I don't know. I, hell, over under, over under four and a half turnovers that game. Over between the two teams, yeah, it'll be over. I'll probably bet the over on that. Like, I, I just see that be in about twenty penalties, ish, ten apiece. Well, let's not talk about penalties across the board here. When Nebraska plays against Ohio State, there's probably going Nebraska will have a bunch. I mean, uh, that's possible too, but man. I don't know. That's going to be a pretty sloppy game, I think. Yeah. So out of these, uh, there's only a handful that I actually I'd feel confident enough about uh, betting. That's Indiana, Michigan State, and Purdue. And those are all unders for me. Uh, Oh, I have, I think, Wisconsin. I I have a little star by Wisconsin with seven at the over. But the rest of those, man, I don't know. I'm not confident in any of those. I'd avoid them. But yeah, I thought they had pretty good lines for everybody, I think. Yeah. So, all right, let's uh, move on to the games of the week. These are bet straight up. Uh, last week, Tyler won. He went five and one. I went four and two. And you went three and three, Derek. So uh, Tyler's leading I, us on I, the season. I had, to give you guys, I had to give you guys a chance to catch up. Well, that's good. I appreciate I've won, it. like three or four years in a row. So I was like, ah, let these boys catch up for a while. Well, let's see how we do here. Uh, Tyler is winning on the season at eight and three, and we're tied at seven and four. So, first game of the week, it's TCU at Texas. Texas is thirteen point favorites. Derek, ah, uh, I, I don't love that line, but I'll, I'll take Texas to win. Yeah, I tell you what, Texas man, what did they do last week? What what happened to oh. them against Texas Tech? My that goodness, was, that was insane. That. You know, I they they pulled that win so far out of their ass. I'm pretty sure they could have made diamonds with it because, yeah, that, it was a hell of a comeback. That, I you know I I felt so bad because I kind of jinxed Texas Tech because I I had texted you, uh, I don't know, right before they got that first touchdown. I was like, oh yeah, this game's over. Texas loses. This is awesome. Texas Oklahoma both lose same weekend. Can't ask for more. And all of a sudden, they started coming back, and I'm like, no, <laughs> you bastards. Yep. Got it, it in overtime, yeah. It was a fun game. I mean, it was a fun game to watch. Not so much fun if you're TCU, man. Those fans must have been crushed. Or I'm not, not TCU, Texas, Texas Tech. Tech, I mean. Oh, man, I those fans. Oh. But if there was ever a fan that deserved to be crushed, it's Texas Tech. Yeah, we're still bitter about the 70 to 10. These <laughs> fans were assholes that game. All right, uh, yeah, I have Texas, and Tyler, he picked Texas also, so that's all three of us here. Uh, Here's a fun one out of the AAC. Memphis at SMU. Memphis is two-and-a-half-point favorites, Derek. Oh, man, this is such a tough game to call. Uh, Ultimately, I had to go with with SMU, though. Uh, SMU's played three games. They're they're in midseason form. Uh, Memphis played that first week and hasn't played since. They've had three weeks off. I'm afraid. I'm afraid Memphis is still going to be a little rusty. Uh, you don't play them one game and then taking three weeks off doesn't do a lot of good for a team. And uh, like I said, I think SMU they're damn near midseason form already. Yeah. So I, I got SMU. I think I think they at home. I think they find a way to win this game. Well, in Memphis they didn't look impressive in that very first game anyway. You know. Uh, was against Arkansas State. Yeah. And uh that same Arkansas State team beat what? Kansas State? Yeah. So but SMU, Shane Bichelle at quarterback, man, they're looking good. I, I I love SMU in this game. Uh so give me SMU. Tyler is the only one that took Memphis. So uh moving on to Auburn at Georgia. Georgia's six and a half point favorites. Who are you taking, Derek? You know, I, I, part of me really wanted to take Auburn in this game because of the way that Georgia played uh, last week. You know, they went to halftime down. Was it, were they down seven to five? I think so. I think, or they were down seven to five for a long time. But that fourth quarter, when they finally decided to turn it on, they looked impressive. I mean, it, I get it. It's only one quarter of a game, but. If they could play like that against Auburn, I think they'll win easily. 
Yeah, but Georgia was playing who? Arkansas. I mean, exactly. I get it, but so they looked good. They looked good I, for the corner, I guess. I'm taking Auburn in this one. I like Auburn uh, straight up in this one. I think they get the win. Uh, Kevin Steele at defensive coordinator. Yeah, there's some Husker ties there. I'm, I'm rolling with Auburn. Uh, Derek, or I'm mean, sorry, Tyler took Georgia as well. So we'll mark that guy down, and that brings us to the next game. Oklahoma, seven-and-a-half-point favorites at Ohio State. Iowa State. Are you serious? You're taking Iowa State. No, I'm saying they were playing. You said Ohio State. I was just correcting you. I said Ohio State? Man, I can't yeah. read. Damn it. <laughs> or Either that or I misheard you, but I'm pretty sure you said Ohio State. Uh, uh, no, I'm taking Oklahoma. Oklahoma's oh. going to come out with a vengeance. They're pissed off about that Kansas State game. Uh, yeah, I, I think Oklahoma wins. Iowa State, I, I think Brock Purdy is probably the most overrated quarterback in the country right now. Uh, he had a really good first couple of years there at Iowa State, but he did not look good so far this year. Uh, I, I think Oklahoma is the better team. I, I'll tell you what. This was not my best bet, but hammer the over in this game because there won't be a lot of defense. Yeah. Well, you know, that that game that Oklahoma lost last week, they had four turnovers. Three of those turnovers were interceptions. Uh, it set Kansas State up great in that game. Uh, they got the win. I mean, I was, and I'm and I'm not a huge Lincoln Riley fan, but you have to assume he'll fix some of that. Like, yeah, he's going to get his quarterback back on track. Yeah, he's going to get that whole team. That was a that was a big uh, eye opener there. So I expect a big win out of Oklahoma this week. Uh, Texas A and M at Alabama. What Tyler take? Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. He took Oklahoma. All right, this is uh, we're mentioning this just because it's a top twenty-five matchup somehow. Texas A&M at Alabama. Alabama's seventeen and a half point favorites. Uh, who do you like, Derek? Oh, obviously you have to like Bama here. A&M struggled against Vanderbilt, except for one guy, and I have to I have to bring this up because I was highly impressed with this guy's stats. Isaiah Spiller, that dude ran for a hundred and seventeen yards on eight carries. Wow. Eight carries. He was averaging 14 and a half yards per carry. And I'm not saying he's going to be able to do that against uh, Bama, obviously, but he's a kid that you're going to want to watch. Wow. But Bama still wins pretty big. Yeah. I have Alabama as well. So does Tyler. Uh, final game. It's Baylor at West Virginia. Baylor's three-point favorites. Baylor impressed me last week. I gotta say, they looked they looked really good. I, I was not a huge fan of the Dave Aranda hire. Uh, I, I don't know that last week playing lowly Kansas is uh, the end all to be all, but uh, they sure they sure impressed me against Kansas. So they did exactly what they sa- needed to do. Yeah, they did. They did, and uh, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take Baylor in this game. I think I think they beat West Virginia. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Baylor as well. In fact, I think Baylor it's it's early. It's really early. But Baylor could be the best team in the Big Twelve. Uh it's right looking now. like either them or Texas. And I mean Texas did struggle, but you Texas know, needs to find a good, defense, man. Their defense I, I, is just terrible. I get it, but you know what? Good teams find ways to win. Yeah. Uh I have Baylor also. Uh and Tyler took West Virginia, so uh, Tyler's going to look like a hero or a zero when we come uh, revisit this next week. So, all right, well, let's, let's get... knock him back down to last place. What are we? Can we? Yeah, that's that's. I mean, it won't be long before he's back there anyway. Just like uh, in this little segment here, best bets. Now, overall, as a group here, we we did a pretty good. We had a pretty good week. We went two zero and one. Uh, me and Tyler, we hit ours, and Derek, uh, you pushed with uh, Army and. Uh, uh, Cincinnati. Army Cincinnati. I had them at plus 14, and they lost by 14. So, yep. All right, so let's uh, keep the keep the wins coming. Uh, what is your best bet of the week? 
All right. Well, there will be no push this week. It's guaranteed one way or the other. But you talked about Texas not having a damn defense. So we know they could score a lot of points. I don't know that TCU is going to be able to stop them much, and I don't know that they're going to be able to stop TCU. Hammer the over at 62.5 on that one. I like that. I like that one a lot. Uh, Tyler, he's going to take the uh, another over, Clemson, Virginia. That over is at 55. I'm not sure how I feel about that one yet. I haven't really dug in deep with that game. Uh, the game that I'm going with, though, is one that we already discussed, and that's Oklahoma, uh, minus 7.5 at Iowa State. So before I got it in, yesterday the line was at 6.5. Then earlier today when I was looking at it, it was at minus 7. And right before I got the bet in, it's uh, minus 7.5. So I think that uh, line is going to continue to go up. Uh, you bet it, so you know what's going to happen. It's going to start dropping now. Probably, probably. But, man, I tell you what, I, I don't see Oklahoma. Oklahoma's going to come out pissed off in this game. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they I win by, so. three, by uh, three touchdowns in this game. That was an embarrassing loss for Oklahoma. Yeah? I mean, that was – I mean – it wouldn't have been so bad. Like I could, you can handle losing to Kansas State because Kansas State always has that team that they might beat you on any given week. They're they're like Northwestern, you know. They both wear purple and they're both just that team that you you can't take them lightly. Right. You want to? You want them to call them a laughing stock of the conference all the time, but they're just always tough to play. But the thing is, they lost to Arkansas State. And so they look like a big joke coming out, coming coming into the Oklahoma game, right? And then and then you turn around and lose to them, and and it's not like it's like you talked about, you know. I mean, it wasn't like Kansas State just outplayed them; they just capitalized on Oklahoma's many mistakes. And yeah. so it really made Oklahoma look like just complete garbage. Well, when yeah, when when Kansas State when when they lost against Arkansas State. Arkansas State had several dudes sitting out in that game also. So they beat Kansas State when, you know, they were down. But, man, they're just – Arkansas State's a well-coached team, man. Great coach. Great coach Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's a lot of games that I really like this week on the – for betting. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities, I think. that. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. All right. It's last call time. Last call uh, goes to you, Derek. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Tyler's not here to go first. Um, I, I'm gonna stick with still not uh, here. baseball. <laughs> He's still not here. Uh, I'm gonna stick with baseball, and uh, I, I was pleasantly surprised to hear that uh, MLB has now approved fans to be in the championship game series and the World Series, and so we're actually gonna start seeing some fans in the stands again here in a couple weeks. Or here in a week, whenever yeah. they start. I'll, They're already I'll, in playoffs. I don't know when the championship series starts. But I, I have to ask the question, what changed? What changed, man? What changed with COVID? I mean, it's like, okay. We're, we're, get, we're getting closer to the election. Is I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's like, oh, can't do this. You can't do anything. Fans? Well, it's World Series. I mean, yeah. COVID? I mean... Yeah, COVID can't be spread out. I, you know, I, I have to assume that football's changing it, right? Yeah. Like there's, a, there's a lot of football stadiums out there that are not necessarily filling up, but they're getting some stand. They're getting some fans they're, they're in putting there. It, at the college level, you know. As, and, and Major League Baseball will be limited. I mean, they're not going to just fill the stands, but they will allow some. I, I, did, I don't know what the total was that they were going to allow, but. And it, they're start- I was just happy to hear that there were going to be fans there because that's at the uh, the conference championship games, right? And there was also they'll, they'll both be in Arlington, Texas, so you might want to find some tickets. Uh probably not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my last call is going to something that I already alluded to, so I kind of wasted it. But uh, the Big Ten is going to be uh, bringing back two stud wide receivers: Rondale Moore at Purdue and Rashad Bateman at Minnesota. And this is exactly, these are the playmakers that the Big Ten West, what they really need to uh, show up these teams. Bad for Nebraska, but it's great for the Big Ten overall. Uh, but, but, it, but is it bad for Nebraska, really? 
Like, I, I've, we've had this discussion, I, and we've talked about what is the strength of our defense? Secondary, yeah. Secondary. So if our secondary is supposed to be so strong and we're supposed to be so much better, I mean, we think we're going to be so good in the secondary, we should be able to start shutting some of those guys down. Like, I'm not saying you shut them down because they're, they're, they're good players. And they're going to get some yards on you. They're probably going to get some plays on you. But you can't let them win a game on you. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I, I, I think I think overall it's just exciting for uh, oh, the Big Ten I, because they're such – I mean, they're so fun was, to watch in college. I'm still disappointed Micah Parsons isn't coming back. And that was announced today, too, that he's not – he's officially not going to come back. And, I, and I'm disappointed. I, I want all the best players here. I want I, – I, whether it's good for Nebraska or bad for Nebraska, it's good for Big Ten. And I know we're a Nebraska podcast, but I don't want to win games – on down luck. Yeah. I don't want to wait. Well, we didn't have our best player. I don't, I don't want to hear that shit. Well, I think so all if we, th- beat, if we beat Penn state, I don't want it to, I don't want him to go. Well, yeah, but the only reason you move the ball is to beat now Mark Micah Parsons, you know, and, and it's the same thing with Purdue and Minnesota. If we beat those guys, I don't want everybody to go, Oh well, yeah, but they didn't have Rondell Moore or Rashad Bateman. Yeah. Well, screw you guys. We beat you with your best players, and that's what I want it to be. Well, all three of these guys are game changers. They're complete game Absolutely. changers. Absolutely they are. And, uh, you know, Tyler, he's not big on Minnesota, but I, I wonder what his uh, what he thinks of Minnesota now that Rashad Bateman is back. I mean, uh, you know, their uh, quarterback is going to look a hell of a lot better now with uh, Rashad Bateman there uh, as receivers, so. You're, you're just going to have to learn to double cover him, I guess. I mean, yeah. So, I don't know. We will find out. So, uh, next week, we're going to be doing our offensive preview. I'm really stoked for that. That Usually, by the time we get to that episode, it really feels like Nebraska football is back. So, uh, we'll hear some of the feels, coaches. It feels weird, though, don't it? Like, I'm still not in full Husker mode. Like, I'm kind of just, I want to be. I keep seeing all these other games being played, and there's no Nebraska, and I'm just kind of... Yeah. It's like we're wading going. through water. I mean, just walking it, it through really water. Is. It's like, geez. So I'm really... I'm hoping you're right. I'm hoping we start doing some offensive breakdown next week that really, really starts going through the blood again because I'm ready. I'm definitely ready for some other football. Oh, absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, let's get out of here. And I can't find the sheet, so we're just going to say thanks to... Uh, Swing it. Good luck to Connor Russell for putting this audio, or thank you to Connor Russell for putting the audio together for us. Follow us on Twitter, at HuskerCuzCast. You know the deal. We'll see you next week, and always, as always, go Big Red. What a terrible closing that was. Touchdown! Frost scores another touchdown! His third.